we want to be the highest trained security forces squadron in the air force it's like okay but we're cutting our training budget so we say we want to either we need to adjust our vision or we need to adjust our tactics one has to change This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Today, we are continuing our What Would They Ask series. Last week, we did the nurture. This week, we're going to jump into the creative. But before we do, I want to talk about the mindset. And the mindset for today is that we can't expect people to follow us if their leadership needs aren't being met. And each of us has individual leadership needs, things that we need, barriers to us becoming engaged, barriers to us bringing our best, barriers to us innovating and adapting and overcoming the challenges that are in front of us every day. When you think of something like the Great Resignation or the silent quitting epidemic that's plaguing the United States, quite often it's that the leadership needs of the people on our teams are simply not being met, that we're using coercive power, that we're using positional power, and hopefully not, we're using physical power in order to get the best out of people, and they're simply not effective tools. They don't bring engagement. There's a better way, and this is part of the equation. The idea is that we are most prepared, we are most persuasive, we are most inspirational, most motivational when we think ahead, when we're intentional. When we're intentional about crafting our approach to the people that we lead, we can unlock their potential and create engagement, which is the goal. Last week, we did the nurturer. This week, we're doing the creative. And the creative, if you remember, is the champion of future ideas, innovation, and organizational integrity. Our creatives see farther into the future than any other voice. They're the voice that sees threats and opportunities long before anyone else does. They're the ones that are dreaming and envisioning the future constantly. When you bring up a present problem, when you look at the door and the door squeaks and you bring it up to your creative, your creative says, man, we can get a new door. There's this door that has new hinges. They're self-oiling, self-locking, self-repairing. If we got those and we would put them on all the doors in the building, uh, and you're like, okay, that's cool. Can you get the WD-40 and just spray the door down real quick? It'll stop squeaking. Like, oh yeah, I guess I could do that. The creatives live in this almost perpetual state of future. They're your visionaries. They're most excited by new and the status quo is almost a dirty word to them. Creatives want everything to be better. There's nothing sacred across our organization. And so as we think about our creatives, our creatives are predominantly asking three questions. And so if you're talking to your boss and your boss is a creative, if you're trying to persuade your peers, you're giving a presentation to a large group, these three questions need to be part of the conversation in your mind as you're putting your presentation together, as you're putting your idea together. The first of the three questions is number one, are we in danger of playing it safe? For the creative, they want to take big risks. They want to have big gains and they want to drive progress forward. Simply sticking to the status quo or making small methodical gains aren't going to be enough for them. There was a, a football play, I believe it was in the movie, The Little Giants, and it was the annexation of Puerto Rico, and they took the ball, and they hid it underneath one of the person's shoes, and they ran the play as if they were, they did this sneak attack move, and then all of a sudden, the ball was under the shoe, and, and they got a touchdown, right? This crazy kind of play. For a creative, that would have been an exciting risk to take, where our guardians would have been like, this is never going to work, this is a bad idea. But for our creatives, it's, it's not safe. It's visionary. It pushes the envelope. It's something no one has ever tried before. Why shouldn't we try it? And it doesn't mean that every idea needs to be fantastic. 
But when we're communicating to our creatives, we need to tell them, how are we pushing the envelope? Why are we pushing the envelope? Where are we pushing the envelope? How is what we're doing different than what other people have done or tried in the past? Are we compromising our integrity? When we think about our values, we say that we value innovation. Is what we're doing going to help to, to advance our primary value? And I think about the Air Force. There was a while ago where the Air Force used to have a program. And if you recommended a change that saved the Air Force money, you got a percentage of the money. And so if you if we were ordering a part from a certain vendor and you found a way to get that part or to create that part or to fabricate that part in-house and save the Air Force millions of dollars, you could get a percentage of that. And there was a, a cap, but there was a percentage. And so that did two things. It rewarded people who had good ideas and it created people looking for good ideas because you could get paid. It wasn't enough to simply say, this is stupid. It was like, this is stupid. How could it be better? We could save a bunch of money. And I remember once they were tearing down some uh, some housing and someone just identified, hey, we just replaced all these air conditioning units or these heater units and they're less than a year old. If we just save them, we can repurpose them. But they were literally just tearing them out and throwing them away. Saved the Air Force a bunch of money and, and got paid in the process. Well, the Air Force killed that program. And so for me as a creative, I know that the Air Force says that and our military leaders say our ability to innovate will define future battlefield success. If we can't innovate, then we're not going to be as successful against Russia and China as we otherwise would be. But we killed the program that gave money to our innovators, to the folks that were finding. How do we reconcile those things? That to me is dangerous and it possibly compromises our integrity. We say we want one thing but we're killing the incentive program for that thing. That's not good in my mind. It doesn't mean the Air Force doesn't do any of those things now, but it was one of those things for me as a creative felt like we were compromising our integrity. Then does this help us achieve our bigger vision? How is what we're about to do? How is what you're telling me helping us get where we say that we want to be for all creatives, where we are, what we do, and where we're going have to line up. We say that we're in Los Angeles and then we want to go to Seattle, but we're driving due east. You know, don't worry, we're gonna get there. We're gonna make some changes later. Like, no, hold on, we say we wanna go north, but we're going east. Help me understand how what we're doing today gets where we say that we wanna be tomorrow. Well, well, we just have to kind of go, no, no, stop for a second. Let's, let's take a step back. How does this apply to what we say we wanna be? We want to be the highest trained security forces squadron in the Air Force. It's like, okay, but we're cutting our training budget. So we say we want to, either we need to adjust our vision or we need to adjust our tactics. One has to change. And for your creatives, our vision and our tactics, those need to line up. If they don't line up, they won't bring their best. Or at worst, they'll work on things that they care about rather than the things that you care about. And so those are the three questions under the surface that our creatives are always asking, which is one, are we in danger of playing it too safe? Number two, are we compromising our integrity? And number three, does this help us achieve our bigger vision? If you can answer those three questions, then you can expect to get a higher degree, a greater level of support from the creative, the foundational creatives in your audience. I hope you had fun hanging out today. For now, go out to book.marktelsher.com. Get a copy of The Leader's Garden, How to Grow Healthy, High-Performing People. If you don't have a copy of my book yet, literally, like, what are you waiting for? So book.marktelsher.com or just search for The Leader's Garden right on Amazon. You can get the hard copy, soft copy, and the Kindle version right now. So we'll talk to you soon. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher.